whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Welcome back to the Women in Gridiron Show Season 2, Episode 20. This week we have Beck, Nat, and myself, and we welcome Emma Aretta from the Central West Giants in New South Wales for our huddle segments. Welcome, Emma. Hi. All right, guys, let's warm up this week because I saw this video on ESPN TikTok, and it was the first ambidextrous quarterback. Now, this guy's insane. He's equally powerful and accurate with both left and right arms. Beck, Pro or con being an ambidextrous quarterback? I also saw this video and I was mind blown watching him throw the ball. Like it didn't, he didn't even look awkward throwing the ball with either hand. I mean, the benefits that come out of it, like, you know, you can, the comfort that you have rolling out of the pocket to either side and being able to throw that ball. And also, you know, just having that option to have a left-handed quarterback, which, you know, we don't see a lot in the league and it can really throw defenses when that left-handed side is that strong side as opposed to the right-hand side. Yeah. It's fascinating. Nat? Yeah. Oh, I think it's a good thing. I think at first when I saw it, I thought this has got to be a joke. This has got to be a couple of, you know, a couple of kids mucking around. Uh, but then when I was actually saw him getting those balls out, I was like, oh, this could actually be something that could threaten, you know, a lot of defences. So um, I like it. I think it would probably, you know, open up a lot in the playbook. And I'd, I'd be interested to see whether or not he um, favoured a side, whether or not, you know, like he's left or right-handed and whether or not he has a favourite. So I think it will be interesting to see if he does um, – play both and mix it up consistently and how accurate he is so um, yeah I thought it was cool something different I think when I was watching it because I watched it like a million times because I'm like how how does this even work um but I actually think he might be left-handed but because there's uh you don't often when you're a left-hander you it's really hard for coaches to coach you if they're not left-handed so you automatically take on a lot of the traits from a right-handed person. So I was like, mm, he could be left or he could be right, but I, I would be confident in saying he'd be left-handed. Emma, did you see this video? Are you understanding what we're talking about right now? I did, I did see it. I did see it on Facebook. <laughs> and the plays that you could do with this talent as well, it would be seriously crazy to see that on the field. Yeah, legit. I mean... Pro for me would be you injure one shoulder and you've still got another, valuable. Um, con would be that you can be blitzed equally from both sides like and have it do as much damage. So, I mean, it's an interesting one. I loved it. It's a great um, TikTok. If you happen to see it, uh, give us a shout out. Be like, yep, I know what you guys are talking about. Um, guys, let's get into our first segment, uh, which is the huddle. Leave no regrets out there. That is what a real champion is made of. We hit. Is that all you got? If you think it's only a man's game, well, you're sadly mistaken. Go! Football is the exact opposite. Three, two, one, go! Women can be aggressive. They can be physical.
That's right. This is The Huddle, and we are making our way around the country, talking to players from teams who need you this season. This week, we are chatting all things Central West Giants uh, from the Gridiron New South Wales competition. Emma is the newly elected president of the club. Uh, Again, welcome, Emma. And give us some history about the Giants. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so history on the Giants, um, it started with with Albert Vaca, who um, who passed away, sadly. Um, but his vision, uh, pretty much, he wanted to establish a club for young men. Um, and he wanted, um, you know, to, to, he wanted young men to learn about gridiron and have the same passion as he did. Um, so in 2014, he created the Giants, along with the help of Mikey, Oren and Alfie. Um, and then in 2016, they they put in a uh, Colts team uh, to play in the Gridiron New South Wales League, um, and it's it's been this way with the Colts team all the way up until 2019, where um, we entered um, the women's team as well as the Colts. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much where we where where, where the women started, um, and then. Obviously, 2020, we were suspended uh, by the league, uh, which seen our Colts move over to the Rebels and our women's move over to UTS and play under UTS. Um, and then 2020, our suspension was lifted. Um, but unfortunately, due to COVID, our season was cancelled, um, So, which leaves us now to 2022. I was just saying off air before how impressed I am by how you guys as a women's team have been able to maintain the number of players that you have returning each year within your club, you know, considering um, when you started to having to go over and have, you know, a different training venue, um, play under a different club and then have COVID and all that kind of stuff. Um, what kind of culture do you have around your your club and your team to be able to maintain such good numbers through all of the diversity that you've been through? I think it's. I think it comes down to um, pretty much us, uh, our coaches being still the same coaches. Um, also with our vets as well, they're they're all the same vets coming back, um, and and you know bringing bringing uh, new new women in from from family from you know as as Pacific Islanders. Obviously, you guys know our families are huge. Uh, so pretty much, yeah, bringing in families, um, their friends, their, you, can, you know, you their cousins. the team just by putting one phone call to a cousin. Like, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, and I tell you, so many teams love having Pacific Islanders on their team because you know you're going to get a bunch of really athletic, amazing players out of it. It's fascinating. Yeah, I know. And growing up as a Pacific Islander, you know, we love that contact. Sport. We love hitting people. We love being hit. We love running the ball straight. It's just, it's just in our culture and in our nature, pretty much. So when, uh, so when the Giants started uh, the Colts teams, like, how did you guys like start to get involved? Because obviously, we uh, like was there a lot of them like mothers of some of the Colts, or like how how did that like initial go from having Colts to having women before even having a men's club? How did that come about? So it came about with um with obviously the the girls coming from Phoenix. So um, a lot of us still wanted to play but unfortunately phoenix was no longer so we there was about seven of us that came together and we we were trying to look for clubs that didn't have a women's team yet who were willing to take us on um you know and we we weighed up and and seen different people about different teams um and obviously the it was the giants that pretty much said yeah come over to us 
um, and, and we'll get you guys started. We, we, we want to expand the club. This is our vision. This is what we want. Um, so we ended up at the Giants. Yeah, right. And so you're, you've just been newly elected president. So looking at the 2022 season, you're not set to have a Colts team this year or a men's. It's just going to be you women, right? That's right. We're standalone women's team at the moment uh, for the 2022 season. Yeah. I mean, and that's such a unique situation for you guys. It is. It's it's pretty new to us, um, you know, considering that the Colts have been um, in the Giants for years and, and started this, started the club pretty much. Um, and now to only being a standalone um, women's, uh, having a, only a standalone women's team, it is pretty new. It's it's overwhelming, um, but, you know, we're still, we're excited, we're keen, we can't wait to get started. Yeah, look, I, yeah, go now. I was going to say, I, I love that, um, Emma, because, you know, a lot of the times we see it's, you know, the men's team are always bringing the women's team in. So to see you guys really stepping up and taking the reins, I think that's really exciting. Um, with for, Is it a full women's, um, you know, uh, a committee or how is how does it kind of work at a club structure sort of thing for you guys? Um, we uh, Our members are uh, majority women. Um, we have two male members. Um but there's there's four ma- uh, female members, so yeah, we cool. pretty much make yeah we pretty much make the 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 um, the committee, um, and you know it's it's a great thing as well because I mean women women should should really be in these committees and have a voice and have their say, um, yeah. you know it's it's a great thing. I think and I think you're right, and I think that's why we're all so excited about you know, the, the club dynamic that's going to happen. Um, do you guys have anything special planned, I suppose, or the, a, a special way that you guys want to run the club? Uh, we have talked about visions, um, you know, where we want to be um, in, you know, five years, uh, the way we want to run our team, the way we want to run our club. Um, you know, we just have we just have specific, like these with, with our members, they have specific talents and that's, they take that, on board and they and they do that um you know with their different uh, kind of uh, I don't know how you explain it um with their roles so what they've been given specific roles and they want these roles and that's what they they do outside of of um like with work and stuff so they they take these roles and they expand it into our club and we we pretty much use that to um make like make our club different kind of thing if that makes sense I love that. And it's like power to the women, like stepping up and finally having a say in the sports that we are playing on the committees and with how the club is being run. And, you know, what we need is women's teams to be competitive and to be, you know, a part of the league. Um, My question is, um, you know, with with all of the stuff that's gone on, um, your coaches, how are your coaches, you know, maintaining? Training the women's what what is your training sessions looking like now that you don't have the Colts around do you still have that extra hand from the Colts coaches or is it solely just women's coaches for you guys over there no it's just solely women's coaches at the moment um, we've got a few more coaches um, come on board all together we've got seven um, so we originally had two um, but now we're going into the season uh, with seven which is great can we, uh, which is what we I wanted. don't know if you saw any of our faces right then, but when you said that you had seven coaches for a female team, that that makes me so happy. It makes me so happy. 
I know we were ecstatic as well, um, just knowing because when we went into 2020 um, season, uh, 2020 season, we had two coaches. We had more than 30 players. It was hard for them to try and, you know, um, focus on on specific positions. Um, and we we knew that, um, you know, in mid mid season. So coming into this season, we knew that we needed more coaches. It was just hard to try and get volunteers um, and stuff. But but we got that. We got that. We're so happy. We can't. We, we, we can't wait to get started. Yeah, you guys are in, um, you know, in a unique location in Sydney, you know, given that there's not many teams around you. Is recruitment looking really good for you guys so far? Uh, recruitment is, is looking good. Um, it could be better um, because, you know, there's there's a lot of other sports that are going on at the moment, like league and rugby and, and things like that, which, you know, which becomes first priority for them. Um, you know, considering trying a new sport, it's it's all question mark. Um, but but recruiting, we've got a lot. Like we we cover Parramatta, we cover Grey States, we cover it's a it's a massive district. Um, so we yeah, trying to get our name out there, trying to get this sport out there. Um, you know, it's it's good. We're we're getting a few ladies in, ladies who who have always wanted to try gridiron, but never had that opportunity, never really took um, lead into it. Um, who are coming out now and um, especially with our social media, I think social media is for us is pretty much our, our first um, lead with recruitment. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been great and recruit, recruiting is good. I have to say that your recruitment through social media has to be doing something well because my mum came up to me the other day and she's like, have you seen this new team that's popped up in, in Grace Danes, um, this, this <laughs> Giants team? I was like, mum. This team's been around for a really long time, but like it goes to show that whatever you're doing on social media, it's popping up on people's pages and people are seeing it. So well done in that. Thank you. I'll tell our NC, our social media expert. <laughs> She'll be happy to hear that. I mean, uh, you know, given that you are now, I mean, I, I feel you because I've been on executive boards for the last 10 years. Like it, being running a club is hard. It is Harder than anything that you'll probably ever do, but it is so rewarding. Um, and for me, you know, my challenges have always been, um, I've come into a situation with, you know, a, a bunch of guys that have always done things a certain way. And now obviously you guys have the flexibility and the ability to make choices that uh, probably, you know, in past would never have been considered. I mean, what are some of those differences that you could, I speak to from a, an executive level or how to run a club for women? Oh, it's a huge difference. We're not waiting on anybody to give us the yes or no. Uh, you know, we're not we're not waiting days for an answer. We're not waiting weeks for an answer. Like it's just the waiting game when 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 someone else is, you know, taking the reins. Um, but you know, with us now it's you know, we we have we have these agendas, and we need to make a decision, and we 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 give us time, and and that that time we make that decision, it's done, we do it, we go ahead, we move forward. Um, it's great. You we have a discussion, issue arises, we're all you know on a Zoom meeting, we're getting it sorted. It's it just uh, we just as women we get things done. The other thing that I noticed when you were talking about, um, you know, how your executive has come together, your board has come together is like, you know, we've done all this planning and I swear if more clubs or more men in general would go, let's plan things, 
things will be a lot more better off. So I love, I love that you're doing this and I love that you have a five-year vision because holy balls, if I had a five-year vision for what the sport wanted to look like, oh man, it'd be amazing. But props to you guys for that. I'm so happy to hear all of this. Thank you. Now, how can girls get in touch with you? Um, I actually know. Before we even go there, I want to know who your players are. So who are the players that we should keep an eye on throughout the season for you guys? Oh, look, considering we're just pretty much into our first week of preseason, um, you know, we haven't had the chance to actually see what potential we have out there at the moment. Um, but, but you know what? I would say our team in general is to look out for um, being the underdogs and pretty much you know, the new team on the block every year, pretty much what it feels like. Um, we have so much potential out here in Central West. Um, you know, you never know what you're going to what you're gonna get with us. So I would say our, our team in general is, is to, who to look out for. Yeah, look, I'm not going to lie. Uh, you know, when we were scheming against you guys last year, it was very much a we have no idea what we're coming up against. And that's actually terrifying. You know, it, it's more terrifying knowing that you don't know what you're coming up against versus I can tell you what this person does, this person does, this person does on this team because they're so, you know, well-known. So, yeah, you guys, now that you're saying that, you know, you've got a lot of recruitment and things are going really, really well, I'm, I'm a little bit scared. <laughs> well, I do. We'll I, recall, I recall you having a couple of really good um, receivers or tight ends that you had last year that, you know, would – you know, really get downfield and pretty accurate in catching the ball and, you know, get into the end zone after those catches as well. So how can girls get in touch with you to start playing? Yeah, yeah. Our socials, you can um, search us on social, Central West Giants. Um, on Instagram, we're also on Facebook. Um, we, you know, every all our information is there. We've, we've got an email, central underscore west underscore giants at outlook.com as well if you want to send an email through. Um, or you can just send a text. We've got like a, a, a number here we um, we look over, which is uh, 0412-305-417. Um, so if you want to send a message through, there's always someone that's manning that who can send you a message out with some details. I love that. And you mentioned that you guys just started your first week of preseason. Um, just for yeah. those listeners, what days and location are you guys training at? Yeah, sure. Um, we, we train on Mondays and Wednesdays. Um, at the moment, on Mondays, we train at Darling Street Park in Greystains at 7 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we have Roberta Street Park in Greystains, and it starts at 7 p.m. So good. So good on New South Wales has just announced their season start date of August 13, uh, which, I mean, I feel like all of us have just been hanging out for this kind of stuff. So this is super That's exciting. Next birthday, so oh. that's going to be fun. Um, and it looks like we're going to move up to nine aside for the first time since 2016. You know, like I've mentioned before, we want to hear from you and your clubs to get the word out to make our sport bigger and better than ever, not just in New South Wales but around the country. So hit us up on the socials and we can get you guys on the show. All right, guys, let's move into our final segment of the night, Rapid Fire. We're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Guys, 
you know, here at the network, we've made a bit of a habit of calling things way too early. Uh, we're really, I don't know if we're bad at it yet because the things that we've called haven't come to fruition, but we're going to see. Uh, and this week, we are calling it way too early. We're calling the 2022 Gridiron New South Wales Opal Bowl Championship. But way too early prediction here, but let's do it. Bro, way too early. We haven't even started preseason yet. This is ridiculously early. But I am going to be super biased and back my team and back my club and say that Sydney Uni are going all the way this year. We're winning the championship without a doubt. Yeah, look, I'm not going to say that I don't like that because uh, I do. But M, surely you guys are going to be gunning for a ring this year, rested, rejuvenated and ready to go. Are you hedging your bets on yourselves this season? A hundred percent. Central West Giants for that Opal Bowl 2022. Nat, you're, you're, you're in a pickle you know, I explained this to my football kids the other day. Uh, you know, a pickle is a play where you, you get a throwdown from base to base, and it's called a pickle because it's not a good place to be, and I feel like that's where you are right now. Tell us, what's your way too early so, prediction? So much pressure, so much pressure. Look, I actually think just listening to you guys talk about all the teams in the New South Wales comp, it's going to be a pretty exciting season this season, I reckon. So, um, look, I think it's anyone's um, – it's open for the taking, I think, is, you know, we've had so much downtime. I think we've had so much rest. We've had time to recruit. I think it's going to be really interesting to see the season unfold, which I know that we'll follow closely anyway. Um, but if I was to bet, I think yeah, you – UNSW Raiders will probably make it to the fight, the big dance. Um, and I think that's <laughs> much to Beck's dis- <laughs> disgust. Um, <laughs> I, I think it'll be uh, probably quite a, a decent battle. You know, we've had girls playing overseas this season and I think that, you know, like it'll be interesting to see how they come back and what they can bring back to the league as well. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. But, yeah, I think Raiders uh, will be in the big dance, but I'm excited to see if someone else can... Uh, Knock them off the perch. Yeah, look. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Having the Raiders back in the overall is. I mean, if you like the odds, I definitely take the odds on this one for sure. But you also have to consider that Northern Sydney Rebels are coming back, and they want to go back to back. Um, and then you've got the Raiders who want to reclaim a championship. But you know, I'm gonna put it out there, but out in the football ether and say that I would really love to get another ring before my body just can't anymore. So I'm going to back my team and say the Sydney Uni Lions, but I think the road will be long, very long, with powerhouses like the Rebels and now everything that I've heard about the Giants and the Raiders back with a vengeance um, to keep the rings coming. But also you have to consider the Central Coast Sharks. Uh, They were also on the up and up towards the end of last season. So, you know, like Nat said, it could be anyone's game. Um, but yeah, you know, Sydney Uni, you know, we've got the talent. Um, but like most years, it all comes down to those playoff games, which have always been so key in the GNSW season. But that's all we have time for tonight, Emma. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. It's been a privilege. Thank you. Appreciate oh. it. And as always, give this episode a download if you like what you've heard. Follow us on socials, we're on all platforms. Give us a comment or get in touch if you want us to talk about all things about your club or if there's anything football-related that you want us to explore. We love hearing from you guys and the feedback that we are getting each week from new players um, discovering the sport for the first time has been amazing. 
We are really hoping that what we are doing here is, you know, making a difference on the field in the football universe. And until next time, we'll catch you guys then. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.